Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I love that energy. <laughs> it is so good to be with you. My name is Eileen Burdick, and there's a short bio at the bottom of the page, and I'm glad to to be with you as we gather for worship on this All Saints Day. Um, we will be remembering loved ones um, from this community that have died over the past years. But we also um, hold in our hearts and in the promise revealed through Jesus' resurrection um, the, the lives of family and friends who've been lost. And we also hold the five million people who lost their lives globally to COVID. So our hearts, our faith are holding a lot this morning, but again, we hold it not alone, but in the promise of the resurrection, in the promise of life eternal revealed through Jesus. So we gather, um, we start with our gathering hymn for all the saints. dust and to dust we shall return through the years we become increasingly aware 
the truth of the statement. We come from God and we will return to God. If I climb up to heaven, you are there. If I make the grave my bed, you are there also. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, for you yourself created my inmost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will thank you because I am marvelously made. Your works are wonderful, and I know it well. We are dust, and to dust we shall return. In the past year, many of us have lost parents, grandparents, children, friends. We have come face to face with death. We have been reminded of our own mortality. In our church family, we have celebrated the lives and grieved the losses. Of Tom Bast, Vance Buse, Jerry Chapman, Ed Dippold, Lenora Eckert, Louise Edward, Dolores Fresh, Bill Jensen, Douglas Johnson. Ardella Josephson, Dale Josephson, John Knox, Elaine McDonald, Jean Milfs, Bill Miller, Barbara Riley, Barbara Self, Dale Tuvey and Jerry Velotti.
Now they are gone. Their candles burn. But this is not a funeral. This is a proclamation of the resurrection. This is a celebration of the faith of these dear saints and their faithfulness of our God. But now hear this, says the Lord who created and formed you. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, your Savior. You are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. I have called you each time. 
please join me in prayer. Oh God, you show forth your almighty power chiefly by reaching out to us in mercy. Grant us the fullness of your grace. Strengthen our trust in your promises and bring all the world to share in the treasures that come through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. The reading today is from the 24th Psalm. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it. For he has founded it on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false, and do not swear deceitfully. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. song this morning is called Walking Free, and um, I've written two antiphons, two refrains for you to sing, and the, uh, the crack AV crew will project them at the appropriate time, so all you need to worry about is seeing what's on the wall there. But it's a song, it's a story about the unbinding of Lazarus, and, uh, and the unbinding of us all. So, Walking Free. Walking free is where you would have us With no chains or shackles as our jailer from the past You said unbind him, Lord You said unbind them, Lord You said unbind us, Lord What shall we do? How will we recognize the ones that you have asked us to release? Will we recognize the stranger and the ones we've known before? You said unbind him, Lord. You said unbind them, Lord. You said unbind us, Lord. 
what shall we do? The wounds of our past and the fear of tomorrow are so tightly bound they may never see the light of day unless one by one we do the work of the sun and strip away the fetters of a thousand sins and let the healing of God shine through you said unbind him Lord you said unbind them Lord you said unbind us what shall we do? Is there one who is lost? Is there one who is broken? Who's been cast aside by the world and named unclean? We are called by God to do the works of God's love. And we will find you, Lord, in every deed and word that brings release and you said unbind him, Lord. You said unbind them, Lord. You said unbind us, Lord. What shall we do? And when release comes in our lives, when the ones unbound are we, will we rise and walk into the light? Having that walking free is where you would have us With no chains or shackles as our jailer from the past The chains once broken will rebuild with links of freedom As we join one story with the next stand as you're able for the reading of the gospel. But Carl, I feel that the gospel was proclaimed through that beautiful piece of music. Thank you just so much. The gospel lesson for this morning is from John chapter 11. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. 
So the Jews said, see how he loved them? But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind men have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was laying against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew you always hear me. But I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here so that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you this morning here and online uh, from our Lord Jesus Christ who loves us and weeps with us in the promise of the resurrection. Just a few verses before this morning's gospel reading, Jesus says to Martha, Lazarus' sister, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Having been at the hospice and long-term care bedsides of hundreds of people. This verse is occasionally quoted as a means of hope for healing, for curing, for restoration, for recovery from a disease process. Typically, though, it gets selectively edited down to this. I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will live and will never die. Hope for these patients and residents becomes immortality, the avoidance of death. Or as Elizabeth Kubler-Ross in her stages of grief would assert, it is a place of fierce denial. I understand that denial is natural and comforting. But if we spend too much time there, we forget how to truly live. In today's reflection, I invite you to embrace the full statement of Jesus, which includes those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. Jesus does not promise immortality. Rather, he promises life, true life, deep and intentional life, even in the midst of death and loss. 
and grief. As we pick up this morning's gospel reading, Mary, Lazarus's other sister, is blaming and shaming Jesus while still kneeling at his feet. What I love about this image is that followers of Jesus are not silent, passive people pouring out a mechanical adoration. Rather, Mary is angry and is expressive of her pain with Jesus. And Jesus responds, not by scolding her, but rather by embracing her pain. As the gospel reads, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. Jesus began to weep. Pause for a moment here. Just like his followers, Jesus, the Son of God, is not transactional, but instead is relational. Jesus is expressive of empathy and compassion and pain. He is troubled. He cries. Jesus knows the suffering of Martha and Mary and of you and me. And he empathizes and he cries for them and for us. This is not God on a shelf removed and remote. This is not a quid pro quo God dispensing compassion only upon receipt of adoration. Instead, this is God with us. This is God freely pouring forth compassion and love for us. This is God feeling joy and sorrow, feeling our joy and sorrow. So as we turn back to the reading, Jesus approaches Lazarus' tomb with all who gathered anticipating the stench of death. And praise to God. He prays to the Father whom Jesus knows has heard his prayers and cries out in a loud voice to Lazarus to come out. Again, this is an impassioned Jesus crying out, confident that the glory of God will be revealed in response to his exclamation. And indeed, the dead man Lazarus comes out a miraculous resurrection and Jesus instructs those gathered to unbind the strips of cloth from his hands and feet from his face and let him go to live this is the resurrection people can desperately cling to when the end of life approaches for themselves or for a loved one the healing, the recovery, the hope of defying death. But you know what? Lazarus eventually dies. He dies again. In the next chapter of the Gospel of John, we read that Lazarus and his sisters have hosted this dinner for Jesus. And a great crowd of Jews, including the chief priests, have gathered to, and they plan to put Lazarus to death. Since, quote, it was on account of him that many of the Jews were deserting 
and we're believing in Jesus. Whether at the hands of priests or by other means, Lazarus indeed dies again, and this time for good. Again, Jesus does not promise immortality, but rather promises that even when we die, we live. Today, we celebrate All Saints Day, and we gather around the promise of life beyond our physical life, and we honor deceased friends and loved ones. Faith in that promise is what we hold on to as we stand at the bedside or as we stand at the graveside. Death is final, but it is not the final chapter of our life, but rather a new chapter in a new life. And your grief, your tears, your anger, your sadness, all the chaotic energy of loss is known by God. And Jesus weeps and is deeply moved in compassion and in love for us, just as he was for Mary and Martha. The invitation this morning is to see the resurrection of Lazarus as a revelation of the glory of God through Jesus. And it is also an invitation to live, even through the journey of physical, emotional, or spiritual dying. Jesus calls us to live the resurrection now, unbind ourselves on this side of life. So what is it to live the resurrection here and now as a community of hopeful and disappointed, impassioned and resentful followers of Jesus still sitting at his feet? Perhaps living the resurrection begins by seeing the pettiness and fear of our ego's concerns such as who is in and who is out of the various lines we draw separating ourselves from one another. Perhaps living the resurrection is simply living the promise of being loved and being courageous in sharing that love with others. Life with God, lived in the promises of God here and now, is to acknowledge and participate in God's mission in the world. And through Jesus, we know that God's mission is to reconcile all humanity, all creation, through love so that we may live in peace. That is the inbreaking of the kingdom of God here on earth. As we heard in the psalm today, the earth is the Lord's and all that is in it. Now, love can be a vague word, rather conceptual and nebulous, so let's bring it down to a heart level. I want you to think about a memorial service that you have attended. In the midst of those gathered in shared grief, there is love that rises through the stories that families and friends share about the deceased loved one. Sometimes there are simple stories of how people, as young children, felt the love of parent or grandparent 
through chocolate chip cookies or through building a birdhouse together. Sometimes the stories about the compassion of love that the deceased one extended in community, whether it was knitting caps for infants or sharing meals with disadvantaged neighbors. Sometimes it was about the serenity of a campfire or the warm embrace of a hug. These stories oftentimes are not grandiose, but rather humble and ordinary, shared with both laughter and tears, as these memories bring back family and friends for us to love again, and perhaps even to forgive again. You have heard the stories, but perhaps you did not recognize them as resurrection stories about being loved and sharing love. One chocolate chip cookie at a time, one delicious hug at a time, one unbound moment at a time. So unlike the resurrection of Lazarus, there may not be a loud and dramatic calling out of the glory of God. Rather, our lived experience of the resurrection may be more subtle but no less compelling as the testimony of God's ongoing mission for the world. Let me end with a quote by Rumi, the Persian poet of the 13th century. He said, goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes. Because for those who love with heart and soul, there is no such thing as separation. So as we celebrate the saints, as we live in the resurrection here and now today, may your heart and soul be united with those before and around us, through and for the glory of God. Amen. At this point, we will remember our, those who have died this year in our family here. Laura Canby has put together a, a um, beautiful video. And we will um, play that now, and it'll be uh, sung to a, the music will be uh, sung to a poem by a, a John Henry Newman. Softly and gently, dearly ransomed soul, in my most loving arms I now enfold thee, and o'er the purging waters as they
These are the prayers for November 7th, 2021, All Saints Sunday. Let us pray for all people according to their need. We give you thanks, gracious God, for the gifts you have entrusted to us. We are thankful for our church family and for those 37 charter members who stepped out in faith 68 years ago to give birth to Trinity Lutheran Church. Help us to care for this place and the people of God who worship and serve here. God of mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for the lives of those who have labored among us faithfully and have now completed their journey on earth. Inspire us to walk wisely from their examples of faith, dedication, worship, and love. With joy and thanksgiving, we remember them until we meet again. God of mercy, hear our prayer. O oh God, on this All Saints Day, when we celebrate the faithfulness and courage of those who have lived their lives in your Son's name, we are both inspired and challenged. Remind us that even the most con conspicuous saints of the church, even the bravest, we're ordinary people. Help us focus on you and on that which you call us to do and be. God of mercy, hear our prayer. 
Throughout the world, people suffer from injustice, brokenness, and ordeals of every kind. But you, O Lord, call us to a different vision, where all are fed and housed, where every tear is wiped away. You make all things new. Let us not falter in our quest for equity, justice, and hope. God of mercy, we pray for those who are ill and dying. We pray for all who are afraid or lost. You alone know their needs. May we assist in their unbinding, even as we lift up those who have asked for our prayers. We name them now, aloud or in the silence of our hearts. God of mercy, Rejoicing in the communion of all the saints, let us commend ourselves, one another, and our entire lives to Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So the Lord be with you always. Let us share that peace with one another and especially with those online as well. God's peace. enthusiasm as we share the peace with our friends. Um, and remember, after worship, we can continue uh, with our visits across the hall in the fireside or in the uh, gym. We have lots of 
goodies prepared for you this morning. Uh, you can also see Christy Etzel and Carol Dyer in the gym. They'll be at the table for the uh, Christmas gift drive for Western State Hospital. So if you have any questions about donating gifts for the residents there, please go see Christy and Carol this morning. The altar flowers this morning, as well as the flowers out on the table and the flowers in the gym, uh, were provided by Wendy Johnson and her family. They were here for her husband Douglas's uh, memorial service yesterday. So those flowers are in memory of a really wonderful man, Douglas Johnson. Veterans Day is this Thursday, so the church office will be closed, and we are inviting all veterans to wear your uniforms or maybe bring them with you next Sunday. <laughs> so uh, come prepared next Sunday as we honor and recognize our veterans. And then next Sunday, we're also welcoming, welcoming our Northwest Washington Synod Bishop, Shelley Brian Wee, will be here to preach next Sunday morning. Adult education continues between worship services every Sunday morning down in the fireside room. This morning, Linda Neverman is finishing part two of the Landfill Harmonic DVD, a really inspiring and uplifting story. And then next week, Major General Rose will be here speaking about honoring diversity, embracing individual strengths, perspectives, and capabilities. So a really nice tie-in to our Veterans Day holiday next weekend. Uh, youth announcements. Confirmation meets today at 1145. That's for all of our 6th to 8th grade kids. We'll be down at the fireside room. And then on Wednesday, our middle school youth group continues, and this week we will be meeting on Zoom. So any questions, please come and see me. Do we have any other announcements this morning? Mr. Just, Carl. A, just a quick little quiet shout out to uh, Orion for pinch hitting in several categories this morning. So thanks, Orion, for stepping in. <laughs> Thank you. you. You never know what you'll be called to do when you show up at Trinity. <laughs> we continue this morning as we head towards the altar and our meal. Jesus weeps, and Jesus promises to be with us on our journey through this life and beyond. He made that promise long ago around a table. It is around that table that we gather today. On the night in which he's portrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. Please join together now in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven,
Please be seated and a warm welcome to our visitors. Just to let you know, this is the table of our Lord and all are welcome to come. The ushers will guide you.
stand as you are able. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. And as we go out living with the saints in our hearts, living the resurrection, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're all standing in the footsteps of those who've gone before. We'll all be reunited on the new and sunlit shore. Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, when the saints go The only world.